Would you like to create intimate family connections? Would you like some mindset hacks at work? How about boundary building like a boss? Would you like to do that? Maybe you're seeking co-parenting success strategies, or you want to create intimate family connections. Here's the thing, Sister Brand. It all starts with one thing, one most important thing. Can you guess what it is? I'll be back to tell you about it in this rebroadcast of episode number 99. I'm Jen Rogers, your hostess with the mostest, and you are listening to the Empowered Stepmom Podcast. Can indeed transform your life fast by implementing boundaries that essentially give you your power back. And when you feel more powerful, you automatically have more joy. And I don't know about you, but I actually, I do know about you. (laughs) You want that and I want that too. So if you are ready to take back your power and reclaim your joy in your relationships and at home, it all starts with building better boundaries. And you will find that inside the Stepmom Handbook. Head on over to buildbetterboundaries.com and sign up to get started so you can begin to experience victory and have that influential impact in your own home. It's time to say goodbye to stress and hello to the confident woman who knows her power comes from fulfilling her purpose, God's way. Check out the Stepmom Handbook at buildbetterboundaries.com so you can boundary build like a boss, implement mindset hacks at work, create intimate family connections, Get empowering support through the bonus gifts that I give you once you sign up and learn how to navigate those challenging co-parenting conversations and disagreements, all with a biblical worldview. Head on over to buildbetterboundaries.com, sign up for the Stepmom Handbook, and you'll find me inside your email box. So last week, the focus was on what to do when we feel emotionally numb, when we recognize some signs that things are not going hmm, participatively. Is that a word? My mom used to make up words all the time. I am my mother's daughter. So we're going to make it a word participatively. (laughs) So basically, we know what that means right? We know what that means. It means that we feel like outsiders inside of our own home, that there's activity in life going on all around us, but somehow we feel like we're not fully present or not fully appreciated. One of the things I mentioned last week about how to combat this emotional numbness is prayer. And last week, I thought for sure the episode was going to really hone in and focus on prayer, and it turned out very differently. And I'm just going to roll with it. I'm going to roll with the framework of my notes and fill in where Holy Spirit leads, because that's the best way to do life. Listen to where God is leading, watch for Him at work, and follow Him there. It's so much easier to say than to do, I know, but this is how it rolls. So this week, as I've been thinking about What is so important? What is so powerful for our success as a stepmom? It's prayer. It's understanding where God is at work. And we can only do that through spiritual discernment, through praying to the creator of you and me and looking to him for direction. And we do that by looking in his word. We do that by partnering with godly women. We do that through our worship, but we also do that 
on our own. And this past week, my husband and I attended a conference and the whole topic was all about, guess what? Prayer. It was all about prayer. That's what we're going to talk about this week. If you're still feeling an emotionally numb hangover (laughs) from all the things that are going on, let's pray strategically according to God's word. That's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. All right, women of God, grab your journals and your Bibles, and let's get started with today's episode. And don't worry, if you're driving, swiffering, or shifting laundry around, you can hit the pause button as you think about what is most important to you in your prayer life as we go through today's episode. All right, let's get to it, Stepmama. What is prayer? First, prayer is communication with our Savior. It's the sweet fellowship with the bestest bud ever. It's acknowledgement that Jesus is Lord. It's an admission that we simply cannot do life without God. It's also awareness that we are spiritual beings sustained by a holy, mighty warrior, a lion of Judah. Second, prayer is a powerful weapon, the most powerful weapon in your stepmama arsenal. There's a lot of talk about conspiracies, theories, and end times. Let me share with you what is not a conspiracy. Satan is not a conspiracy. The devil is real. And scripture tells us that he's the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. You know Eve's temptation, Satan's first of many demonic demonstrations of his one-trick wonder in Genesis 3. When you diminish the devil's power by dismissing him, he'll take note and take advantage of being relegated to scheming behind the scenes. Note, that doesn't make him any less dangerous to you and your family. This weapon, this powerful weapon of prayer, strengthens you. Ephesians 6.10 says, Be strengthened by the Lord and by His vast strength. In my Bible, the title of Ephesians 6 is Christian Warfare. Now, a long, long time ago in a land, well, literally far, far away, yours truly learned about warfare in the trenches. I'll always remember Drill Sergeant Magalanus. He put those cigarettes in my footlocker, I'm sure of it. He was screaming at me the moment 40-plus other young women and I stepped off that uncomfortable yet much more peaceful bus and onto his property. The infighting with my siblings at home immediately became more preferable as I began to experience what being enlisted in the army meant. While in service, I practiced for war. From rucksack marches to marksmanship training to ambushes, our squad and platoon practiced for war. Prayer is our war practice. The reality is, this is on-the-job training because we are at war with an enemy who is bent on dismantling our stepfamilies. Third, prayer is our anti-anxiety medicine. Paul wrote, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, and with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And that peace of God, that peace that you hear about transcending all understanding, It will indeed guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You know the verses, Philippians 4, 6-7. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Okay, so prayer. It's communication with our Savior. It's a powerful weapon. 
and it's our anti-anxiety medicine. Now, what do we do with that? Who do we pray for? First, let's start with praising God. Thank Him for who He is and ask Him to expand your heart to be filled with gratitude. Pray for your man, that God will indeed strengthen his spiritual leadership of your home, that he will lead well, that God would bless your intimacy as a couple and nurture your marriage through your husband. Pray for yourself. Ask for God's protection, his insights. Pray for discernment in the areas you are experiencing the most difficulty. Pray for God to reveal to you what it really means to be your husband's helpmate. Listen, before the foundation of the world, God knew you. Your marriage, it's not a surprise to God. In fact, he created you for your husband. (laughs) Know that God is your shield. He is your very great reward, and he is your God of hope. Pray for your children, bio and step. Who else could you pray for? Pray for your sandpaper. Who is your sandpaper right now? David wrote and prayed about his enemies. In some psalms, he was quite explicit in what he wanted God to do to his enemies. Tell me I'm not the only one who easily inserted an ex-spouse in my thinking as I read through some of those psalms. (laughs) No matter who your sandpaper is, God reminds us that he is judge, not us. Get curious about what that grit really is in this sandpaper relationship. Where is God at work? Okay, how do you pray? So we know what prayer is, and we know who to pray for. So how do we do it? Well, do you like to journal? Journaling is one powerful way to pray. Each morning, Bill and I spend time reading scripture together, and we also journal. My office bookshelves are lined with years of journals right next to my beloved full focus planners. When I'm in a reflective space or I'm curious about a memory I've been reliving, I'll go to my old journals. I'm always blown away by how God has been at work since the original writings. And from time to time, I'll add an update with the current date. I know I need this. I need regular reminders of the power of prayer. Are you feeling bold, stepmama? I challenge you to commit to writing in a journal for the next 14 days. Let's say just five minutes a day. Ask God to bless the writings of your hand and give you the steadfastness you need to journal five minutes a day for the next 14 days. Are you in? I hope so. You busy mamas with babies strapped to your sides and toddlers running around have days where stringing five minutes together to journal is dang near impossible. Or if you sit, your beautiful exhausted head falls forward. (laughs) A second way to pray is through song. Worship music can be incredibly powerful. And in the sanctity of your own home, who cares if your joyful noise is a bit off-key? Crank up the music and sing it loudly, sister. What can you do if you don't know what to pray? Sometimes the brain is mush or the energy is low and all the feels threaten to steal our prayer time. Or what we're dealing with is simply too much for us. Aren't you glad we serve a God who is our sustainer? Our God never slumbers. Let our discomfort be all the more reason to pray. So the third way to pray, first was journaling. Second was cranking the tunes and singing along with some worship music. The third way is to delight in God's word. Psalm 119, it's the longest psalm in the book, and it shares so many prayer gems. I'll share a couple with you. 
I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous judgments. Verse 7. I have treasured your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Verse 11. Help me understand your instructions and I will obey it and follow it with all my heart. Verse 34. Teach me good judgment and discernment, for I rely on your commands. Verse 66. Lord, your word is forever. It is firmly fixed in heaven. Verse 89. You are my shelter and my shield. I put my hope in your word. Verse 114. Okay, I've got two more. Make my steps ready through your promise. Don't let any sin dominate me. Verse 133. Let my cry reach you, Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. Verse 169. Hey, do you need someone to join you in prayer? Join the Facebook group to get the support that you need and intercessory prayer and accountability for the unique spiritual warfare that you are facing right now. And if your prayer life is getting derailed by the heart of step family blending, it's time to up-level your stepmama skill set. Hey, if you're ready to stop feeling like such an imposter as a stepmom and experience newfound confidence in your role without the stigma of being the second wife, or you're longing to finally be understood by your husband and be put first ahead of your man's ex and his kids, it's time to reclaim your voice and regain control in your stepfamily God's way. So before we go, let me pray over you. Heavenly Father, I pray that this woman has confidence in the power of your word. I pray that wherever she is in her stepmom journey, that she knows that you love her, that you are indeed her hope and her shield, her protection, that you are the one for her to turn to, to renew her mind, that she has the power of prayer within reach, that all she need do is come to you, Lord God, wherever she is. There's no special way to pray. There's her way to pray. Would you speak to her heart and give her the confidence she needs to know that her prayer is beautiful to you, that you hear her, that you see her, that the challenges, the sandpaper that's in her life right now, you know, you understand, and you have healing for her. Father, I pray she is alert and of sound mind and is aware that The reason why some things are so hard is because she is in a battle. She has an enemy who is bent on her destruction. So, Father God, would you fortify her with your strength as your word reminds us that when we pray to you, you will strengthen us with your almighty strength. Father, bless her relationship with her husband. Soften her heart towards her children, Lord God, and give her the confidence to know that you've got this. And you've got her in the palm of your hands. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. Hey, did today's episode help you, encourage you, support you, and bless you? I pray that it did. Will you leave a review for the podcast? Your five-star review helps other stepmoms find the podcast, helps grow our reach, and our influence. God bless you, stepmama.